Welcome to Into the Mirror, your top podcast for healings, awakenings, and badass transformations. See, my mind's moving it around again. My name is Alexander, and this is Brody, and we'll be your hosts today. We are on season two still, um, episode 23, and we're talking about pain, the power of pain, honestly, to motivate good changes, right? Like utilizing what pain teaches us over time and how, yes, pain is a real thing, but like not the fear of the thing, like how we end up being so afraid of pain and anything. We just stop. We just stop totally. We won't even try it. Like you're so afraid of the pain of the event. This is what I mean. Drug addiction, right? I'm so worried about opioid detox. I want to be over it. I absolutely want to quit it. But that pain hump, because with opioids, you always make an appointment with Dr. Pain. You're taking painkillers, but you're really taking killers, right? Because the pain is only, it's an illusion what those substances are doing in a way. Uh, believe me, it's way more mind than I thought. <laughs> and then, mm -hmm. um, so with that though, I had to face it. And sometimes I was forced into facing it, right? Because I was too afraid. So someone had to take an intervention in some way, like an interventive thought process. Someone would have to say, like, if, this is what I mean why I say don't co-sign people's bullshit. Don't just agree with them because you think that's what you're supposed to say. Like, listen, so if someone, if I was talking, someone could have been like, dude, you don't look well. Maybe you, like, say something else, like, pause, like about my health, but as not from my family. I learned this, man. Like, that's why I give to strangers and talk to strangers, say the truth to strangers, right? Because, like, truth, dude, is all we got in this part. Man, anyway, we'll get back to it. So painkillers, perception, and the power to awaken, I guess, really, through these painful events. So Brody, how are you? Pain, you brought up this topic, so how are you? I'm good. I feel my relationship with pain has changed so much over the years. And like you, I used to take painkillers to numb the pain. And I was telling you before we started this, me and you, we have PhDs. If there's one thing that we have, it's PhDs in pain and, and how to adapt with it, deal with it. There's emotional, it's... mental, biophysical pain, and it's, it's all interconnected. And I guess my main thing is that pain in our relationship with that needs to be discussed more. So, yeah, I agree. Pain is, man, that's my whole thing. Like painkillers, like I started, I didn't realize, and this is why I would tell people to start paying attention. Just because, like if you were super sensitive like me, you felt pain, you threw tantrums, these things were just intense, right? Life was intense, it hurt. And I was a kid, I broke bones, I had all these things happen. I remember I was ran by a goat in the nuts at four years old. Fucking hilarious, but awful painful. I remember these events, right? And they, if you're not careful, like I broke my leg at four years old, jumping off a preschool, like one of those little, I literally am tall, there's one of those kitchen preschool things. I just, my leg and it broke really hard, like a strong break. And I I remember I was crying. This is my memory. Trying to walk. I was like four and the babysitter's like, you're not in pain. Just walk on it. And I remember this clearly a kid broken leg crying for my family, trying to be forced to walk on a broken. It was, they, they almost pinned it. It was so close with the, you know, with the break. And I was scared. I remember when they cast it up and the vibration, the feeling I was scared when they brought the saw out to cut it off. And like, what I say with all this is the pain journey of that broken leg. I 
I mean, I've broken like 17 bones or more. I don't know. But so people that haven't broken legs or had painful events like this, I don't, I don't know. But my started young. I pain scared me too. Like I didn't want to go back through those events. I already hurt myself. I don't want to go back. And that's one of the hardest parts about like addiction and healings. When you do heal, there's a page where you just want it all to be gone forever, which is still not complete healing, right? So pain has these steps. And the sooner you acknowledge these steps, the sooner things can heal. Like even if the bone couldn't heal faster, just think about it. My concept of just let because bone broken bones they didn't really hurt after they're set they just have to heal if you step on them it hurts but it's like it just needs time right for different breaks and i see the symbolism with that too like i learned first the pain i remember how grateful i was when the thing came off and they i had to trust walking on it and i remember my dad my stepdad teaching me like you got to walk on it. You got to trust that it's not going to hurt. You got to trust that you're going to be okay. Like you have to have some trust that things get better. Right. Um, and that's healing. I mean, healing is hard because of that. It's scary. And once you have had legitimate pain, it's hard to walk through those doors again and do it with courage. Right. Like Mm -hmm. this might hurt. So that's, what's so cool though, is was like addiction. When I finally took the initiative, even if I didn't last more than 10 days, that initiative, that neuroplasticity to be, try to be better, to face that pain head on is why I got better, man. It's straight up the ability to just open myself up that I might be sick for seven days. Okay. Yeah. I hate those motherfuckers. Like here's the, oh my gosh, how can I do that to myself? Fucking puke, puke, throwing up anger, fear, screaming so loud because nothing's killing my pain and I have to walk through it. And that's not to terrify people. Like that's all pain, not just addiction, broken legs. It's there's this openness that must happen. And believe me, pain is never usually that bad. It's very rarely to that point. It's, it's actually now it's as long as I am not afraid of it, it never comes that way again. Because all those awful, painful things come from my not slowing down, my not centering, my not. So for me, it's like a practice. I, If I would have slowed down and spent all this time I spend meditating post-effect, I would have been really good. So meditation is great because it lets me see the past and create a new future in a slower stillness. But pain will keep you from even getting to this spot. You'll be so sick. Like, I'll have such pain. I had, I just vomit from that poison feeling. You have so much pain in your body. You feel nauseous and puking. And, dude, I mean, I, I don't know. You've had that type of pain, right? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, I like. Mean, yeah, yeah. my pain and my, per- my perception of that pain. And like you said, meditation does wonders with your perception of pain and how you if you're able to sit with it you're able not all i mean every single form of pain you know physical mental emotional and like i said to you before we started this all pain ends up being emotional it doesn't matter you broke your arm or what the fuck happened it's gonna end up being emotional because you're gonna be like distressed from it It's, it's pain and then your reaction to that pain. So you have your senses, what your eyes or senses receive pain, and then your icon, your perception of that pain. So that's the trick. Like how you receive the signals from the body, it's so important to look up. Even if you say something like, I say, say it all the time. I've yelled at nurses and doctors, and they're used to it, but some of them are mean. See, I still got some resent. But 
I was, I couldn't, that's how I, and they'd be like, bring security. And I'm like, not screaming at you guys. This is this bad. And you guys, because of addiction and these broken systematic rules, don't help me. I have real sicknesses and they didn't help me because of my addiction past. And this is garbage, garbage, fear, sick system, can't fix people. And that's why we're healing, right? Like, well, I mean, look how close pain and, and pleasure are connected. Like you so, just down the nervous system or the, the tree of our body and those they're all interconnected pain and pleasure. That's why yeah. it feels sometimes it's feels good to give yourself pain in a weird way. Well, pain it's is so different. If you start seeing them in signals, like what pain is saying, it's a communication and it's sending signals into your perception, into your body to feel and your mind to perceive and when you stop it it's like i'm telling you it's damming it up it's just like building a dam that water's still fucking there and it has to pass through so if you let the dam down it will go through easier if you let it break that's up to you it'll still get through what i'm saying is these events like for me i had dam breaking events every time jail prison addiction all that shit because i first i didn't know that you could feel better that's the first thing it's no judgment i was taught so wrong so is everyone like it's hard like brainwashed totally brainwashed by the system that says fear they point out everything they point out hurricanes covid death and we because we live in that vibration with them and we are the sovereign force they give us what we ask for guys that's what i'm trying to say the system mm -hmm. is us and we are sick. I'm not anymore. I found I'm an empath. So I feel sickness from others now. So I'm learning how to ground my energy to share love and to transmute these broken fucking ideas. Broken, broken, broken. Like here at the addiction community, the world, let's take everyone that's sick and shove them together with everyone else that's sick. And then when they fail, we'll blame them and we'll point to them. And everyone in society can be, there's the outlier. There's the fail. There's the homeless guy in the corner. Fucking get a job. You know, and you could just have the willpower. See, those things are in our society. I'm not just being eccentric there. Those are ideas we all know exist and we've even said them ourselves we've yeah. judged people with those things we've done that so that's you say what I, hurt hurt people hurt other people hurt people cycle, hurting people wounded people wounding people over it's, and over again and just like you said with a homeless person man i have so many friends now in the street i get mad because i know them. i know yeah some of them can be scumbags just like i was at times but Worthy divine children of God, not even scummy, so pure and so perfect. When you let it happen, it's amazing. These dirty, like, that's why I say this to practice my resistances, right? My judgments, because only for me is me. Like, Brody, you're in my world, but you are a variation, a vibration of my own vibration. So it's like when you see how everything's connected and what space really is, space isn't, it's a thing. Like, think about it in the mind. When I'm saying space in the mind, sorry, like, when you have pain and then you don't have pain and then you have pain, what the signal is saying, your pain, pain, no pain. Like, why is it doing that? Learning communication of the body. Like, I understand myself very well now. I can literally move painful spots. I can release tension just with my mind and breath work. It, but I didn't think this was possible. I, I started headaches when I was a kid in San Antonio. I was a little kid and I started in awful, painful headaches. Why? Because of the trauma of my childhood with my dad and my stepmom and all this awful shit and family drama, which is all delusional. 
started this pain, it was undealt with. So my body, I started getting awful headaches. And then five years later, I'm six years later, I'm on found Vicodin because nothing else works, right? Nothing else kills the pain. But the truth is it was just, it was a discussion that needed to happen an authenticity that needed to happen for me. That's what I'm saying. That it's not always true, but actually it always is true. Sure. Look, Yes, when you're not being authentic in sharing what's going on. But as a kid, how do you know? That's why, like, there's no one to blame. There's no parents to blame. It's just how society has trained us all with this ancestral trauma embedded into us. Like, you know, started years back and you and I are suffering the consequences of that, you know, that child abuse and those things that did happen years back in generations. And we have to honor that we can do awful things, but we can do great things, right? And that's where it gets challenging with pain because well, they trip. I mean, pain is pressure and pressure is pain. And <sighs> yeah. in order for things to change, there needs to be pressure. There needs to be a resistance, which is pain. That's how you, we grow. And so when you find that relationship with pain, I just say dig deeper and, and understand that pain is ultimately what's going to help you grow in, into and heal is because your relationship with that pain and pressure isn't to avoid it. It's to face it, acknowledge it, but realize that there are possibilities. And I feel more peaceful a thousand times more peaceful than I ever yeah. did taking the, some painkillers and numbing. Yeah. I, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. Like we would have not ever expected that to be the real thing. Oh, I feel so much better. Than I, I ever did on as high as I've ever been. On so it's life. well beyond the level. Of, and you don't hear, this is the truth. I am, we are older opioid addicts. Why? Because they're all dead. And this is the truth. Like you and I have literally, most of the kids that do opiates don't make it to our age. They just yeah. don't. Because they fentanyl the drugs they put out there, they put out there, they released those. If you know anything about what's happened with fentanyl, you know it was all part of China and Mexico. It's a whole thing. And instead, we're blaming the user, blaming you and me. You're so weak. You can't use, stop using such an addictive substance that anyone that is given it for a few days, the body does become dependent. It does not matter. There is a psych. That's what I'm talking about. There's mind stuff communication and then there's cellular there's levels of communication and those substances are all about killing the cell the low pain right so they shut it off all that communication that needs to come through is being blocked and it always point being the pain shows up so when i needed to withdraw i had to look at it there was no escaping the acknowledgement of the situation um it's just bizarre how seeking pain whether that mostly through physical, I would say that I, I seek pain, whether that's like a morning run or doing something that I don't want to do. I find p more peace in that. And that it's so interesting. It's not, it's not it. like I'm, I'm, my mom and dad, I'm not a kiss or something like another hijacked word that they say. It's just, it feels really good to do the things that you don't want to do because it frees you. Or the things they said are hard. Even the medical world, their whole ideas of heart rates and stuff. If you're not careful, you would be the wussiest, wussiest person I've ever heard of. Your heart rate will never get high enough. You'll They have coded it all. So even the good stuff, they'll take it and they'll brutalize it. Like they take everything good. And that's because 
the whole base of why these companies and these things exist have nothing to do with your actual health. Their intention is profit, and that's what you'll get. I'm not I'm saying the truth. The heart in the mind, it always speaks like if you're paying attention, what's being communicated and what's being said is completely different, always. Like people don't even recognize it. They are so deceptive in their self-deception, they can't tell that they are lying all the time because they can't be authentic. They can't be in a line in Chipotle and be like, dude, I need this little bit of space. Let me back up. I've had a rough day. I need this space. It's nothing on you. Like being, setting healthy boundaries, learning to give when it feels like you scary, right? That's the best. Learning to give when you feel scarce. That is showing that demon of scarcity. Yeah, it's painful to give when you're feeling scarce, but it's freeing. It's that's what I'm saying. All those things, they're pain. You're like you said, it's not just physical. My biggest pain is dealing with this resistance in my heart because it's like I'm taking this load. Like I feel everyone's anxiety. My heart's trying to encompass everything. And if I'm not open to it, it gets constricted, right? It's like open, like think of it like a, a father that's worked him like worked himself to the bone. He's worked for his family, but his body has paid the price because no one taught him how to heal. Like we can work every day, 10 hours and heal. I mean this, you can literally be in prison kitchens and be awakening yes. and healing. It doesn't yes. matter where you are. It's, at, it's always, we start where we are. Like I say, we start where we're at. That's what we do. We start where we're at. So circumstantial, dude. It's No, not, excuse me. It's the opposite of that. Think of a guy, I saw a picture recently of a guy in a wheelchair and he's giving money to a homeless individual. And it said that all, all um, uh, pain, all pain or mental uh, suffering or just, it's the, it's the story that you tell yourself. He, well, he yeah, was, this, he I, was I, not, he, here he was the disabled guy, but he was giving away your, your mind without context, right? That's why context, even like people don't get it. Like we are all psychic to a degree, but we don't know context. It's just like a computer, like your computer can pick up every bit of encoding Wi-Fi right now that I'm transmitting. Everyone, you can, what's called air snort, right? There's packets. So I could snort the packets in the air from everyone else's computer and get bits and pieces of their conversations. So this is the same way in the universe. When you're not paying attention, you're not grounded. We feel communication from people. I'm not saying actual words, but our heart. And you feel energies, that's intuition and these things. And if we're not careful, we take the wrong context. You can't, it's just totally wrong. Like if you try to hack someone's password by taking certain packets, you'll get the wrong password. It'll never work. So, but if you just slow down and use it right, you get the right information, you can hack right in. So I'm using hacking as a reference to awakening, but whatever. I literally am saying that we transmit everything. Everything's being transmitted, all your secrets, everything. So the sooner you can start, surrendering and just being you you'll start to understand this it's all shared space i mean it even far distances and it sounds funny but it's i know it's true i know that we're linked i know consciousness has this ability and intentions behind everything and watching what are we energizing so like when i'm in pain my energizing okay this is like for this is what's so cool about opioid withdrawal man it taught me because i had so much detox i learned how to go through it man I knew the waves of my body. I knew the pain cycles. And, but with openness, it got easier. <laughs> um, like being, when I was ready to quit, 
I was ready to quit. It's easy. It's like when you're done, you're done. It's so funny because the thing that gives me the most pain these days is sugar. If I I overeat sugar, like my glucose levels. And then like, there's just something about sugar, the way it like spikes in the energy and then the, the energy the comes communication right on a lot of levels it feels just like it did when i was coming off of drugs or alcohol or even getting my head bashed in it, it's the worst <laughs> pain for me right now it's i just a- I, I, i'm sorry my head's been hit hard i i the pressure feeling is just so awful and i've had if you look i have a scar right across my eye like i have a lot of face hits so i Pain is interesting and it's not because it sucks, but it doesn't suck. So this is where it gets important. Like my instant response from childhood, from being rammed in the nuts by a goat. That literally is part of my story. It's ridiculous. Like I remember shaking that fence and stuff and like I have to be careful. That goat was teaching you how to deal with pain. (laughs) Well, it was. I was telling my friend I was on the fence and I remember this. I was like, do you think we can get that goat? That goat. I'm pointing to another goat to ram me. Not ram me, but ram, charge, do their charge thing. Like, look, go, look, go, look, go, look, go. And this other goat I didn't even see. Here's the brain. Brain yeah. didn't see what I didn't know. Comes charging, just knocks me on my ass. I literally, I don't remember. I was bleeding down there somewhere. I don't remember. I was a kid, you know. So, But it was terrifying, right? That pain hurt. And then afterwards, like, learning how pain worked. I had growing pains as a kid, like those bone pains that would just hurt hurt sometimes when I was like my mom would have to like put that uh, icy hot hot and massage it and stuff but I did learn some lessons the powerful lessons of nurture from a good family member that does know how to deal with some pain that's what I'm saying it's not totally just to be pretended away there's things you have to do like you have to open it you true healing you set the bone correctly right you are you allow you help the lower consciousness we call like do the things easier you make entropy faster, if you will. You entropy, the dissolving, the space. You let it, you give that energy to make it quicker. And that's what I learned. There's no escaping anything. That's the truth. It doesn't mean you're tortured by it, though. That's the torture. When you let go and say, yeah, so freeing, Brody, when people can just be honest. Like, listen, when you just get authentic, find out what that is, man. And pain really did help teach me. It teaches me, it teaches us all the time. It's a communication. Stop. Mm-hmm. I don't even like calling it pain anymore because it's just yin and yang. Like, hey, you ran a little much. Let's rest and put the energy back. And I sleep longer. Then I wake up refreshed. I'm just giving communication between systems in my body. So the sooner I can like slow it down and listen, shit really got cool, man. Absolutely. I wanted to thank everybody that's listening. And if you can, Go back and listen to some of this podcast. Repeat some of the repeating themes that Alexander and I talk about uh, podcast episode by episode and wanted to let you know to give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, any of that. Share this, especially a topic such as this, because most people, unfortunately, can't deal with pain. Um, you got to – this. hey, see, it's law, it's vibration. These honey stingers, it says, sweeten the burn. That's our, the logo. We got to help sweeten the burn, guys. Help mm-hmm. people find light in the dark, you know, to yep. ease it up. So, anyway, thank you for listening. It's really cool. Thank you, guys. And thank you for Chipotle for supporting our podcast. I mean that really. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, thanks, Shout out to Chipotle. Yep.